Hello, how welcome back to the podcast. How we rocking, how we rolling. Um before I get into talking, I just wanted to say a couple things. First off, <clears throat> as you may notice, my voice is a little off. I have COVID currently, so that is fun. And second of all, I have been gone for a little bit. I needed to take a bit of a mental health break, but now I am back. And today I have an episode that I've been wanting to make for a really long time. I think it's an episode that people probably expected me to have made by now, um, considering I have a whole account dedicated to my eating disorder. But this episode, I just want to be about... I want to help people eat. Because as simple as that might sound to others, to a lot of us, it's not always easy. And I actually was inspired to do this. I keep bullet journals and... I was going through one of my old bullet journals, and I realized how far I had come. I make these pages, and this is actually one thing I'd totally recommend if you're in eating disorder or disordered eating or dieting or recovering. I would recommend if you have a journal or even just like if you make it on a poster, or I do a page I call Fuck Fear Foods. And I write out a list, probably 50 of my fear foods. And next to each of them, I just put a little X every time I eat it, and it makes me feel so empowered and so encouraged and reminds me that it's a good thing and it shows me my progress. But I was making a new page this year for the 2022 bullet journal, and I realized as I was making it, I couldn't even think of 50 fear foods. Versus last year, I had such, I had to put such foods that I would now consider like safe or not at all stressing and it just showed me how far I've come and how much this has helped me and it also reminded me that it's there's still a lot of people who I was this time last year which was not a good place and I really just wanted to do an episode on some of the things that helped me I mean obviously hours of therapy and residential treatment and you know rehab and those things they all help too (laughs) But some things that, honestly, ultimately, you're the one who does it. So here are some things that I did that helped me. Some sayings, just all over the place. With that said, the first thing I want to talk about is I think it's so important to have mantras when you're recovering from, even if you don't have an eating disorder, if you're recovering from dieting or just from, not even dieting or disordered eating, even if you're just recovering your thoughts from diet culture-based thoughts, I think it's so important to have mantras, and some of my favorites I wanted to share were, I'm prioritizing the life I want to live over the body I want to live it in. And basically what I mean by that is, if I had to choose between living my life the fullest, the way I want to, or living a sad life, but I get to live it in my ideal body, which would I choose? If it became a would you rather, would you rather... I really would want to choose living the full life because at the end of the day, my body's not going to bring me happiness. It's not going to bring me joy, fulfillment, and gratification. A full, fulfilling life could bring me all those things. The second thing I want to tell you, there's just write them down. I have a journal. I write, used to write each one of these down 10 times a day. I also really improved my handwriting. Um, just even some smaller ones, like my value will never change even if my weight does or like my weight may change my value will not my worth is not defined by my pants size or 
no food will hurt me as much as my eating disorder will. The second thing is I did a lot of journaling. I already talked about the first one, the Fuck Beer Foods page, but I want to also talk about that I had a page for everything. I would I would journal about my wins, my struggles, everything, and it's actually really fun looking back, and I read these now, and you know, it inspires me to help people because I know people are still at the place that I was at. I was not in a good place when I look back and read these, and well, it may have triggered me in the past, now I honestly just, I feel sad for my past self, I guess, and proud of my growth. And just keeping journal entries, I like to do this specific one where I write three, three ways in which I want to evolve and how I'm going to evolve, because I think we should always be evolving and becoming our new selves. Another thing I did that really helped me was a lot of opposite action, and I mean a lot. Because I'm going to be honest, the first time you're going to eat a food that you have thoughts that they're not, that's not a good food, every time you don't eat that food, for example, say I'm afraid of a cookie, right? And I choose not to eat the cookie. Every time I choose not to eat the cookie, it's reinforcing the idea that the cookie's bad, or it's unhealthy, or it's this, or it's scary, or whatever word you're associating with it. But every time I eat the cookie, it does vice versa. It takes a little bit of that belief away and shows me that it's okay. It's not going to hurt me. It's not going to change me. And the first couple times you do it, you have nothing to fact check with. You know, for those of you in eating disorder recovery, quite frankly, your brain, no offense, probably isn't at its peak working place. I know mine should certainly wasn't. And you don't see things clearly. You don't, it's just, food is an irrational fear. So it's going to be hard the first couple of times. It might be hard the first 10 times. I know I was terrified of like so many just random things, but vanilla yogurt was a big one. And the first day I went to treatment, I signed up for plain Greek yogurt, but they gave me vanilla because we ran out of plain. And also because plain was very disordered and without like a sweetener or anything. And... I just had to opposite action it, and it there was nothing, I've never had it before, so I couldn't fact check that it, the last time I didn't spontaneously combust or that nothing happened, and what I had to do was kind of just willpower through. I had to tell myself, though, that I'm doing this now so that one day it's easy. You're doing it now so that one day it's something you will enjoy. You can eat for enjoyment. You can eat for happiness. Like, all, I put just all my inspiration through my head, through my head. I was wrapping around mantras. And I sat and I ate it. I got about halfway through. And I mean, I was just like, tears were rolling into the yogurt bowl. And I was at a table with a bunch of other people too. And I was just like really embarrassed. It was my first day. And I just, I mean, there was like, I was shaking and there was just tears going into the yogurt bowl. But I ate it anyways. And the next time I ate it, it wasn't any easier. But about the third time, I stopped crying, so I guess it was a little bit easier. Um, I don't even really like yogurt much anymore because I ate it so much, but I could eat vanilla yogurt, no hesitation, no doubt, no fear. It's just vanilla yogurt in my mind, very neutral. The other thing I want to talk about is you have to- I'm really sorry if you hear my dog barking, by the way. You have to have motivation for recovery that- you have to know your reasons. 
and for me, it's helpful, I always look for those reasons. And they can be anything minor. Quite frankly, a big reason for me to recover that people don't talk about, I feel like, that often. I didn't want to be hungry anymore. I was fed up with that shit. Like, being hungry sucks. You don't get used to being hungry. You're fooling yourself if you think you are. You don't get used to going to birthday parties and bringing your own lunch. You don't get used to never going out to restaurants. You don't get used to watching people eat the food that you want to eat. Like, you don't get used to that thing. That was a big one for me. Another one is that I couldn't watch my parents. I just said this over and over again. Like, I'm not going to let my parents lose their daughter. I'm not going to let my parents lose their daughter. Because that is eventually where this is heading, if you don't change. A third one is that I wanted to defy the patriarchy. The feminist in me realizes that, ultimately, that, (sighs) okay, sorry, ultimately, there was a distraction in my house, ultimately, we have, like, feminism, a big part of it is that, like, accepting that our bodies were never meant to be changed, they were never meant to be certain and small and petite, we were never supposed to make each other and ourselves smaller. And so being a defying the patriarchy kind of gal, that was a big inspo for me. A fourth one was that I knew that I wanted to hang out with my friends and I wanted to have fun. And I wanted to be one of those girls who went to coffee shops and got lattes and like a croissant with no fear. But if I only did that every now and then, I was going to be afraid. So I had to do it over and over. I had to practice. Practice makes perfect. Another thing I did that really helped me was destruction because no one you know it's one thing to eat but then sitting with all the guilt afterwards can be very hard one thing i love a couple things is a my family would play games with me to the day i probably play three or four board games a day and it might not sound fun but if you get ones like strategy games that really take your mind power it's something that you'll be thinking enough about that you won't be thinking about what you just ate I also love logic puzzles for the same reason, and just puzzles. Uh, I like to stay off my phone during that time to distract, because it just takes less mind to be on your phone. You do it every day. Another helpful tip would be maybe eating with friends. I know when I first tried, it helped when I ate with people my age to see, like, okay, other people my age are eating these foods just fine. So, like, if I wanted to go out to Sonic, maybe I would ask my friends to go with me. Or if I wanted to go to Olive Garden, maybe I'd ask my friend to go on an Olive Garden date. And it made it a little bit easier to start from there. And, ultimately, I wish I could say so much more. I like to keep these episodes shorter now. And I definitely think I might make a part two to this, because I have so much more to share. But, these were kind of some of my, like, I guess more beginner tips, like, Yeah, but I really hope this helps. This has been a rough episode. I really hope this helps. Let me know if this helps you or if you enjoyed this episode. And definitely let me know if you want a part two because I could make another 10-minute video for sure easily on a little bit more once you get past that first stage. Um, I think I might start making more recovery videos too. So, yeah. Have a great day, bubs.